Hey, it's Ethan Meyer, and welcome to A Kaleidoscopic Mind. It is finally that very special time of year, my favorite time of year. It is fall. Fall is the best season. I don't care what anyone says. Fuck summer. Definitely fuck spring. I have really bad allergies, and spring is literally hell to me. Um, and summer... Since I'm not a kid anymore and I don't have to worry about school, you know, summer just fucking sucks. Summer to me means, you know, yard maintenance, um, humidity, excessive heat. Like, I fucking, I don't, I, I hate being hot. I hate sweating. And living in Missouri, it's like, ex, you know, crazy humidity and also just crazy heat. Like, a, a man shouldn't sweat standing still. You know, like, sweat is something that should be earned. <laughs> like, I shouldn't walk outside to check the mail, and when I get back to my fucking front door, I shouldn't have to, like, change my clothes because they're just drenched. Like, that's, like, ugh, summer, fucking worst. But fall. Oh, fall. Fall is love. Fall is grace and joy and... It's all the best smells, the best candles, the best, you know, the holiday. Like, you get Halloween. Fucking Halloween's awesome. Football's back. You know, everything starts to die, so that's awesome. Like, <laughs> you know, it starts killing off all the fucking mosquitoes and the wasps and the fucking bugs. You know, that first that first freeze. That's what I look forward to. That's when it, that's... That's what I look forward to is that first freeze, that first frost. You know, it means I don't have to mow the yard anymore. Like, I was looking at my yard today, and it's the grass is definitely tall, but I'm just like, it's fall now. Like, I'm just going to let, I'm going to ride this shit out. It'll just, the grass will fucking die sooner or later. Like, I'm not going to worry about it. <laughs> the leaves will fall and cover it, and I won't have to look at it anymore. Like, <laughs> um, but yeah, I, oh God, I love fall. It's just, and then it leads to winter, which is the second best, because then everything is fucking dead, and it's just a barren wasteland of, like, cold and dark. It's, like, my favorite things. Like, there's nothing better than, like, winter and just being inside, warm, and, like, you know, watching, like, you know, that's, like, the best time to watch, like, do a movie marathon or something, you know? Like, watch all fucking eight Harry Potters or watch all the Lord of the Rings or something. Just spend a day in your sweatpants watching movies it's too fucking cold to go outside and do anything there's no reason to be outside there's no reason to go anywhere like i feel like spring and summer people feel compelled to like go outside and do stuff go you know do water events which i don't give a shit about any of that stuff either you know i'm in my 30s and i still don't know how to swim which <laughs> i mean i can you know i could doggy paddle or i could tread water if i needed to but you know if i'm out in the ocean i fall off a boat like i'm just i don't care if you're an olympic athlete you're probably just gonna fucking die out there so i think the the skill of learning how to swim is kind of overrated um and i even my last job like i worked for a saltwater fishing brand and i was filming these like little documentaries out on the open ocean you know like, imagine, like, uh, those shows, like, uh, like Wicked Tuna and stuff like that. Like, 
I was basically like the film crew for stuff like that. And I don't fucking know how to swim, but I was out there, you know, out there doing it. I feel like I said, if I feel like even if I did know how to swim, if I fell off that fucking boat, you know, four hours from the shore, like <laughs> not a lot of, you know, not much can be done for me at that point. Um, the fuck's I talking about? Oh yeah. Fall. Fall's awesome. Um, especially around, uh, around here, you can tell it's fall when, uh, you know, all the rednecks are out and they're in their camo and everybody's getting their hunting gear together. Um, I actually saw a bumper sticker today on the back of a beat up, you know, you could tell this truck's like seen some, seen some shit. It was an old beat up truck from like the eighties probably. And on the back of it had this bumper sticker that said, happiness is a bloody tailgate. Now (laughs) I'm, I'm assuming that that's a, a hunting, uh, like bumper sticker and not like, you know, this guy didn't, you know, get this bumper sticker at like the, the serial killer store <laughs> or, or some shit like that. But I'm assuming it's for hunting. Um, cause you know, I grew up in the country. I know the, the culture, you know, what the, what the locals are into and, and yeah, it's like a, you know, it's a thing for them to like all drive their pickup trucks and have the tail bed, the tailgates down and have all their fucking carcasses of, of the animals that they, you know, the, the animals they slaughtered out in the wilderness. Um, I just, I don't fucking get hunting. I just don't get it. Like, I understand, I understand the, you know, I guess like the, you're a meat eater, so you're going to go kill a deer so you can have deer chili and deer steaks or whatever deer sausage i don't know but it's also just like you can just go to the store and just get all that shit yourself or i don't know maybe there's like something respectful about the fact that you can go out there and do it yourself i mean that's part of the reason why i'm um vegan vegetarian is because i know in my heart i don't have I don't have it in me to kill an animal, so I shouldn't be allowed to eat it if I didn't think I could kill it myself. Um, you know, I'm sure it's fucking not a vegetarian or vegan for like the for health benefits because I still eat like shit. Um, I just the ethical dilemma behind it, you know, and like like so many hunters are just so like shitty about the whole thing. Like they're definitely not. They don't come across as eco warriors, <laughs> you know, like. They always use the excuse like, oh, well, this is all in the name of conservation. Be like, no, I think this is, a lot of it's more just like fueling your insecurities as a man. You know, you got to feel like you have some dominance over another species. So you like cover yourself and, you know, piss and camo and hang out in the woods and drink beer and, you know, with a high powered weapon and shooting a defenseless animal makes you feel more alive. Like, it has nothing to do with conservation. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that's the downside of fall, is it brings out that that contingent of our, uh, our country. And, oh boy, those people. My last job, like, you know, I worked for a, uh, a corporation that was just like an umbrella company for outdoor brands. 
and the vast majority of the outdoor brands were like hunting focus. So a lot of my like coworkers and colleagues were avid hunters and God, they're just the worst fucking people. Like just the worst slack jawed fucking dopey ass knuckle dragging fucking just, I don't know. Can't (laughs) fucking can't stand hunters. Um, especially like trophy hunters. Those guys, those like rich douches that like, you know, will spend like six figures to go to Africa to shoot a fucking endangered species. Like, uh, those motherfuckers. Like, why don't they, why don't all the trophy hunters get together and go to that one dude's fucking private island where he was like molesting women or whatever? What's that fuck? I can't even remember that guy's name now. He's in jail or killed himself or was murdered, whatever the fuck. Anyways. Why don't all the trophy hunters go to that dude's island and do like a, you know, like a most dangerous game setup where they all just fucking hunt each other? You know, Fox can make it into a reality show, you know, be like the new Survivor. Be the new season of Survivor. It's just trophy hunters hunting each other. You know, Last Man Standing gets a, you know, a check and like a trip to the Bahamas or something. (laughs) You know, that way it like evens the playing field. Instead of hunting a fucking defenseless animal, you're hunting other dopes like yourself. Or, you know, if you want to, you know, or if these hunters want to go out and like hunt animals, even the playing field, you know, give the fucking deer or whatever, like a, like a flak jacket and like a motion tracking, you know, like Gatling gun or some shit, you know, make it, make it, make it difficult, you know, or go out there with no weapons and you just got to fucking... You know, kill that deer with your fucking hand, your bare hands. You know, use what, what, uh, you know, use what you got. I don't know. <laughs> I'm fucking, I'm rambling. Uh, anyway, hunting, bullshit. Uh, but fall, fall's not bullshit. Fall's awesome. Um, but yeah, uh, I saw this, uh, I saw this thing on a, Twitter right before I started recording that uh so Ryan Reynolds I guess posted a little video to tease the next uh Deadpool film Deadpool 3 and I guess it was uh confirmed that Hugh Jackman is going to be in it and reprising his role as uh Wolverine and uh yeah if you just heard that statement and you got like hot in the pants or excited this is the wrong podcast for you. <laughs> Cause when I saw that news, it was just like the biggest, like, fuck you to like James Mangold, who was the director of, uh, Logan, which was, you know, Wolverine's send off his like fucking swan song. And it's also just like a, it's just a fucking, it's just a shameless cash grab to bring that character back in a shitty fucking sequel to a shitty fucking franchise. Deadpool's shitty. Deadpool's a shitty character. Ryan Reynolds is a shitty actor. Like, Deadpool and Ryan Reynolds, they might as well be the same fucking person. There's no difference between either one of them. They're both just sarcastic douches that think they're clever and they're just trite. And it's just, like, tedious. And now you're gonna bring, you're gonna rope Wolverine into this because the multiverse, like, oh, 
the multiverse, we can do whatever we want. There's hundreds of Wolverines. That's how we'll get away with it. It's just like, no. The multiverse is just a fucking excuse, like a corporate excuse for fucking Marvel to just bastardize all these characters over and over and over and rehash the same fucking characters so they can have all their dopey fucking fanboys get all excited for all these different, you know, comic storylines or whatever bullshit. I don't... And I'm not coming at this as like a fucking contrarian. I used to be really into the MCU. Um, I thought the Infinity Saga was awesome. I thought it was really well done, really well thought out and executed. And it was a really interesting, like, 10-year, you know, story arc, essentially. And it should have just ended. That should have been the fucking end of it. And it just keeps going. And now it's all just directionless and cheap and just, like I said, shameless. Like, they got all these fucking Marvel shows and they're all bad and they look like shit and they're shitty acting and shitty writing and shitty directing. And the fact that the, like, Marvel, like, all these visual effects artists are coming out talking about all the, like, horrendous treatment that, you know, Marvel puts them under so they can keep pumping out all these terrible-ass shows and movies. Like, have you seen She-Hulk? That looks like a fucking, like, she looks like she belongs in The Sims. Not in a, <laughs> like, it looks fucking awful. Like, all these shows, god damn, they're just so bad looking and and these movies are so bad looking like that last thor looked fucking awful like it's just it's it's just i don't know the mcu is completely just lost like i don't like i don't think they know what they're doing and i don't think they need to know or they care because these things still make buku money for them because there's still plenty of people out there that have no sense of like taste and they just watch whatever stupid ass shit that comes out with the Marvel stamp on it. You know, it's like those people that read books when Oprah would put her like Oprah's recommended, you know, Oprah's reads or whatever the fuck. She'd slap a big fucking O sticker on a book and then you get all these mouth breathers to run to Barnes and Noble and buy that book and read it because fucking Oprah told them to. We'll take Oprah out and put Kevin you know, Feige or Feige or whatever the fuck his name is. And he's just like the nerd Oprah. <laughs> just, just fucking stamps that Marvel thing on there and green lights a project and looks it's, it's fucking shitty and rushed and look, you know, it's just all around bad and people just like gobble that shit up and throw money at it and it's just going to keep coming. And it's just, it's disappointing. It's fucking disappointing. Like... So yeah, I saw that right before I recorded. So that already put me in a foul mood. So, you know, you got fucking Deadpool ruining my day and, and Hunters. <laughs> Those things are ruining my day. Um, I also saw that uh, James Earl Jones is finally retiring his uh, voice acting as uh, Darth Vader. Which, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, that dude's in his 90s. Um the thing that caught my, like, the thing that's more interesting than him, like, retiring is the fact that they're just turning it over to AI to, like, continue the voice work. But, like, for me, it's just, like, why don't we just retire Darth Vader as a character? Like, 
Star Wars is a huge fucking universe. And there's plenty of, like, villains. Or you can just make new villains. It doesn't fucking matter. Why do we always have to keep, like, coming back to the well and digging up the same shit all the time? Like, just fucking retire that character. We we definitely got his use. And we're done with it. You know, just move on. Find a new Vader. You know? Like, we don't need... <laughs> We don't need AI voiced Vader, just like we don't need digital recreations of Leia and fucking weird kind of digital de-aging of Luke. Like, just take these characters and just fucking be done with them and just move on. You know, it's a bit, it's a, it's a big galaxy. You know, find new characters, new stories, and just stop worrying about nostalgia so much. I mean, Jesus Christ, this is like a series that's like thirty. 30 40 fucking years old like just just fucking just do new shit you know that's like a that's that's like good advice for for just hollywood in general just do new shit not like i'm not saying like original because nothing's original i don't fucking care who you are everything comes from something inspiration comes from somewhere but just you know stop using nostalgia as your fucking like selling point when you pitch an idea like let's just fucking move on from that it's just it's it's like I said, it's just tiresome. We don't we don't we don't we don't need it anymore. You know? It goes for Star Wars, it goes for Marvel, it goes for any of that shit. Just do new stuff. <sighs> Jesus. What's some good fucking news? Oh, um I did see the um HBO did put out a uh a teaser um a teaser for uh the last of us um which actually looks like i was pretty skeptical about the whole project just because if you're familiar with last of us that you know the video game and if you've played them they're cinematic enough as it is and the storytelling is very rich and the characters are very well like um expanded upon that i didn't really feel like a tv series or a film or anything like that was really necessary um but it is hbo and i you know um i have a lot of respect for for hbo's like production side like Usually if they, you know, if they're coming out with like a, a high profile project, a prestige television or something like that, they usually don't miss. Um, they usually get the right talent, the right casting, you know, the right crew, and they usually make a pretty fucking good product. I mean, HBO compared to all the other streamers like Netflix and Hulu and all that shit, they have like triple the amount of like award, like wins and nominations than like all the other competition. So, like, they usually don't miss. So, like, when it was announced that HBO was doing it, that was, like, a glimmer of hope. And the fact that Neil Druckmann, who is the director for the games, is also, like, one of the showrunners or part of the project, um, that's also, like, huge, you know, because he's going to be there to help make sure everything is, like, as faithful as can be, but also, like, you know, taking taking that... Uh, taking the video game and also and just like translating it into a series 
and kind of like expanding on like the world itself maybe not necessarily so much as the characters but just like filling in a lot of the gaps of like the universe and the lore and the world for tv audiences because i mean i guess the cool thing is is it, it is going to introduce the story and this character these characters to a different audience um of people who don't either a don't play video games or b don't play these kind of video games so um so i mean there's something to be said for that but you know i saw the i saw the teaser trailer which is like the you know it's the biggest um like the most amount of like footage that we've got to see from the project and and yeah i mean it looks pretty awesome um the clickers and the you know the little zombie non-zombies like they look just like they do in the games you know the casting i thought was is pretty spot on like i like most of the actors part of the project you know just the like you could take you could take stills from the trailer and like take screen grabs from like the game and like there's a lot of like cohesion there so um so yeah i mean there's 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 a lot of stuff to be hopeful for um i'm excited for it because you know i really like i really like the last of us i really you know that whole that whole franchise has been amazing um and like i said if any other if if this was like a netflix project i would be way more skeptical because <laughs> in my opinion netflix doesn't have a lot of bangers um i really like like i said hbo like there's a lot of goodwill and they carry a lot of clout in the industry when it comes to projects like that so so yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I think uh, I don't think they had like an actual date. I think it just said 2023. So usually with HBO big projects, it's either going to be a spring, you know, like a April, like late March, early April, or it's going to be like in the fall, you know. So, which for Last of Us, it'd be probably better as a fall release. Um, but I don't know. Who knows? I just. I'm excited for it. I think it looks cool. Um, there's a fuck ton of like video game adaptations that are happening on for TV. And I don't know what started it. I don't know if it was The Witcher. If The Witcher was like a success and everyone's just gobbling up, you know, video game IP to make it into a series. I think Amazon has like four fucking video games that they're turning into series like Fallout and Mass Effect and, and, uh, some other shit that i can't remember right now um paramount and showtime did halo which i think i've talked about briefly on this podcast it's not good um it's actually bad <laughs> it's just it's it's very mediocre i didn't even finish it i just canceled my paramount subscription i watched the star trek i wanted to watch and and ducked out i couldn't even finish the halo series it was just it got to the point where it was just like, what the fuck is this? Like, this is just like, I can't even say it's like fan fiction because it has nothing to do with like the Halo story as you know it. It's just like, it's like someone like saw someone playing Halo and they're like, hey, that would make a good TV show. And then they just completely went off on their own <laughs> and did their own thing. <laughs> it's just it's like, what the fuck? Like, who is this for? Um um but yeah it's just 
And honestly, The Witcher wasn't even like, like I haven't seen season two, and I've heard from some people that like season two of The Witcher is uh, a lot better. But season one of The Witcher was like a shitty soap opera with like a big budget. Like uh, Henry Cavill does an amazing Geralt, and that's really the only saving grace for the whole show because literally everyone else in that show is a terrible fucking actor and terrible writing. Even the effects are pretty bad. And it's like, I, I just kind of pushed myself through season one. I was watching it with my wife. And yeah, season two's been out for like, what, a full year now? And I still haven't, like, haven't gone back to it. And I love The Witcher. Like, I play the games, I read the books. But man, the show is just... <laughs> no bueno. <laughs> it's, um, it's just, yeah, I don't know. It just comes across as super fucking cheesy. Just super cheesy. There's like a scene in The Witcher where like Geralt and Yennefer were like were in a fight and then it like they did like this slow-mo thing where like they spun around and like Geralt used like uh, one of his like special attacks as Yennefer was like going into his arms and then they like kissed in slow-mo as they're like spinning around. I'm just like, what the f- <laughs> fuck is this? It's It's just cringe. Um, it's just cringe. Like that show. Like, at some point, I'll I'll turn on season two and see if like it is better. But I don't know. It's a, it made a pretty bad first impression. And there's too much good shit out right now to like go back and waste time watching something that may or may not have redeemed itself. You know, like House of the Dragons out. That shit's good. Rings of Power is out, and that's it's not great. But it, I'm just enough of like a Tolkien fan and a fan of that like world that I'm willing to like let go of some of the nitpicky stuff um, and just enjoy kind of just being back in, you know, a, the Tolkien verse, <laughs> so to speak. Um, but yeah, by, by no means is it a perfect show. It, it's a beautiful show. It may be one of the most beautiful shows I've ever seen from like a like a cinematography and filmmaking standpoint, but there's a lot of work to be done with the writing and the characters. There's just like, you know, there's like nine characters and like two of them are good. <laughs> it's so, um, but like I said, I'm kind of willing to, you know, also, it's only like, what, four, five episodes out? I don't know how long the season is, but I at least got to get through one full season before compl- have a full a full impression. Because I know that this is going to be like a slow burn. You know, there's just too many fucking characters, too many storylines going on for it to be anything but a slow burn. So, but yeah. Um, what the fuck was I... Oh yeah, Last of Us. Isn't that what started all this? Last of Us? Yeah, anyways. Last of Us. Looks good. I'm excited for it. Um, My fucking brain is like pudding today. I don't know why. I feel like... I feel like I'm having troubles like concentrating. It may be because, you know, still, still dealing with all this hospital shit. Still not sleeping great. My son's been waking up a lot. And like the other night he woke up like four or five times in the middle of the night within like hour intervals. I think he was having like bad dreams or something, which it's always, it always, you know, it sucks like waking up in the middle of the night, like getting, getting your sleep interrupted, 
But then like going in there and having your like two year old son like trembling and crying because he had a bad dream. Like oh, and he, you know he wraps like he he wrapped his arms around my around my neck and like pulled me down and just wanted to like hold me close. And I can feel him shaking. I'm just like oh, it's all right, little buddy. It's all right. You know it's it's gonna be okay. You know like it, it's that right there just like comforting him and making him feel safe enough to go back to sleep like it completely like outweighs how shitty it is being woken up in the middle of the night <laughs> it's just going in there and like you know just being there for him being his his uh is like a little safety net you know um but yeah i feel like that's like it's starting to just like pile up because it's been like that for I mean, we've been dealing with this hospital shit now for, like, two, three weeks now. Like, dealing with that stuff. Um, which, speaking of that, I, you know, I was thinking about the hospital because I was, you know, there again today visiting. And uh, I feel like hospitals waste a lot of food. <laughs> Like, does anyone, no one fucking eats hospital food, right? And if they do, it's just kind of like nibbling around on that shit. Cause it's awful. It's not seasoned. It's not fuck. It's all like, it's just, it's basically like microwaved and like, or just like, you know, it's like, it's not even, it's like worse than like school cafeteria food, you know? Cause like it is, it's bland and it's just mushy and it's like, and everyone, you know, you get your tray and you open it and you kind of take a couple bites and you're like, yeah, it's fucking gross. And then they come and take the tray and then and just throw it out. And you got to think, you know, it's a huge campus, a couple hundred patients. If half those patients don't eat that food, all that shit gets thrown away. Like, I want to know how much, like, tons of food just gets fucking thrown away at hospitals. Like, like how much food is being wasted on a... On a national level from hospitals like you see all these like you know when i used to work for the news we do these like little fucking stories about people like all these like uh um hipsters and and like boho people like dumpster diving for fucking half-eaten boxes of triscuits and shit so they you know so it's not wasted and and like what is it like urban urban thrifting or urban scout scavenging or some shit. I don't, <laughs> I don't fucking know, but like these motherfuckers need to be going to like, you know, diving around in fucking hospital dumpsters and <laughs> getting all that shit. Um, for some reason, it just made me think of fight club or <laughs> like going through hospital dumpsters, getting all that human fat to make soap. Maybe they can do uh, dumpster diving in hospitals for food and like repurpose it for like homeless shelters or some shit or like the, uh, you know, give that to like the Salvation Army. Just like throw all that in a fucking blender and make smoothies for the homeless or something. I don't fucking know. But it just seems like a crazy amount of food gets wasted at hospitals. Unless they just like have like some sick re like recycling thing at hospitals and that's why the food's so shitty because it's just like recycled and like remashed up and then microwaved and formed into patties and sent back to a different room. <laughs> uh, I don't know. But yeah, still dealing with all that shit. And yeah, just been having a lot of, just having a hard time 
concentrating lately. Um, you know, it, it, it makes me wonder, like, uh, you know, that old, um, or not old saying, it's not like it's like some ancient thing, but like, you always hear that thing. It's like, oh, you're only using, you're only using 10% of your brain. And I was thinking about the other night. I don't know why this came up, but I was sitting there thinking, I was like, how do they know we're only using 10% of our brain? Like, how do you quantify that we're using 10% of our brain if 90% of it's supposed to be unknown? Like, how do you know that the unknown is 90% unless you actually do know what that 90% is? Does that make sense? Do we actually know what that 90% is? Or do we know, is if 10% is just a guess, why guess at all? Why don't we just say you don't use all what your brain's capable of? Why'd they put a figure on it? Is it because they actually fucking know? Do the suits do the suits in Washington know what the untapped potential of the human mind is? Is that what all that MK Ultra shit was? See, this is where my brain goes at night. <laughs> it's fucking dumb. <laughs> I don't know why I think it's stupid shit like this. And, I'll, and probably there's probably a fucking logical answer to this, but I just don't Google anything. I just like sit there and talk to myself or think about it and get all fuck go down some weird rabbit hole of my own creation and then get confused and then think it's, it's dumb and never actually like source or like try and figure out if there's a fucking answer to it. Cause by the time the morning comes, I forgot what I was thinking about anyways. Um, so yeah, <laughs> it's, that's, that happens a lot. Partly why this uh, podcast is named the way it is, because I feel like that's kind of my brain. It's just a fucking giant goddamn kaleidoscope of random thoughts and and just and just, you know, rabbit holes that I go down for no reason and then never check to figure out why or uh, where the answers are. Because to me, the answers aren't as uh, interesting as the questions, I guess. Maybe I just like random deep thought about stupid shit that's probably already known. I just don't know it. <laughs> um, yeah, anyways. <sighs> I think I'm going to end this podcast soon so I can get a fucking... I was at the went to the grocery store today and I treated myself. I got myself uh, like a six-pack of those like Sunday, like ice cream Sunday cones... You know the cones I'm talking about? They're like covered in uh, like the, the chocolate and they got like the nuts on top. Yeah, I got some of those waiting for me. Those are the fucking... Like if I was to do like a, a Mount Rushmore of like ice cream novelties, like those Sunday cones would definitely be there. Make, like what, what are the fucking, like the best... Like for sure the Sunday cones with the nuts. I don't care like what the filling is, like you know, vanilla or chocolate or, you know, caramel. Like, they got all kinds of, like, weird shit. Just give me just, you know, give me plain vanilla with the chocolate coating and the nuts, and that's that's all I need. Like, that's on there. Definitely ice cream sandwiches. I fucking love ice cream sandwiches. Um, I haven't... I used to eat fudge bars a lot when I was a kid. They used to be, like, a, a mainstay in our house were fudge bars, but I haven't had one as an adult, so I don't know if I would still like it or not. I just remember every time you'd open up a fudge bar, it's essentially just like a piece of fucking ice 
like it's just like it's got like that freezer burn on it you know and then you put it in your mouth and your brain stops working for like 30 seconds and you pull it out and you're just, you're just like you're just like oh fuck We're, you know like you forgot who you are you don't know your name anymore you don't even know why you're eating this and then once you start getting feeling back then you put it back in there and the whole thing the whole process starts up again and this goes on for like you know three to five minutes before the fudge bars start to fucking like melt and you can actually like taste something besides just ice <laughs> so yeah now that i think about it i don't know if i'd st- i don't know if i'd want a fudge bar <laughs> and uh i used to eat choco tacos a lot too when i was a kid but those are like fucking gone now aren't they did i see some i thought i saw something the other day that they like are stopped or maybe it's just like Taco Bell is stopping them, but maybe you can still get them at the store. I don't know. But yeah, I used to, I used to like Choco Tacos. <laughs> I used to like the Swans Man. You guys know the Swans Man and just drives around. It's like an ice cream truck, but for adults. Like he also sells like, you know, like frozen pot roast and shit and like turkey legs or whatever the fuck. It's basically just like a grocery store on wheels that you can order from. I don't even know if it's still a thing anymore. I haven't seen a Swans truck. Like, that seems like something that started in, like, the 50s and just slowly died out. But anyways, as a kid, like, this, you know, my, uh, one of my neighborhood friends, he would get those, uh, they're like these little, like, ice cream cups. And those little, like, plastic cups. Kind of like, uh, like those pudding cup, like, snack pack pudding cups, but it's just ice cream. And they would have, like, the outside of the plastic would be, like, you know, the chocolate like the hard, the hardened chocolate, and then there'd just be like vanilla cream, like ice cream inside of that. Those were fucking good. It's like impossible to just eat one cup. Like you would eat like a sleeve. There'd be like five cups in a sleeve, and you just eat that whole fucking sleeve. <laughs> like those were really good. I used to eat the shit out of that stuff. I'm surprised I'm not 500 pounds. My metabolism is. I feel like if I'm like a superhero, that's my superpower. Is my metabolism. Cause I'm like a buck 40 and I eat like shit. Like (laughs) at some point it's going to tank on me and I'm going to just look like a human cake pop with these fucking bony ass bird legs. And I'm just going to have like a huge, just round top. (laughs) Uh, But until that day, God damn it. I'm going to keep eating my sleeves of Swan's ice cream and fucking whole pizzas and, Whatever else I want, I'm gonna keep, you know, I'm gonna keep uh, living in this this uh, high metabolism lifestyle that I got right now. Um, but yeah, what are those other? What are the other ice cream novelties? Does it count like uh, do those push pops? Those little like orange push pops? Do those count? Those are fucking good. I wasn't really into like popsicles or like rocket pops or any of the fruity shit, but. I did like the push pops because it was kind of like an orange sherbet kind of, kind of ordeal. Sherbet, 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 sherbet doesn't even have an R in it. I'm pretty sure, but I still always say sherbet, sherbet. I don't know. You should. I mean, I used to. My my dad used to get sherbet, Sur, sherbet, <laughs> sorbet. <laughs> that was like uh that was like his thing he always had uh he always had that stuff in the house but that's what those orange uh push pots remind me of it's just like the sor- sorbet <laughs> whatever 
But yeah, I can't think of any other... I guess like those uh, Klondike bars. Those are fucking good too. I'm not doing any stupid ass shit that they, you know, they do in the commercials. Like I'm not wrestling a fucking grizzly bear for a Klondike bar or any of that bullshit. Like, but those are good. I don't, I think I like ice cream sandwiches more though. Just like that kind of like, it's almost like a pastry, like a fudge pastry with just like just classic vanilla ice cream smashed in the middle of it. Like you can't beat that. That's just, this is iconic iconic ice cream novelty there um but yeah i can't think of any right now that's probably see my brain's like fuzzy again i can't even think of all the fucking ice cream novelties um but yeah uh you know maybe hit me up on uh twitter if you have any of your whatever what your favorite ice creams are um i'll take a look or anything that i forgot that is like a, a no-brainer but like right now my brain's not working. <laughs> so um maybe this is like a good stopping point. It's getting late. I'm actually record usually I record this podcast during the day, but I had some shit going on, so I'm not recording this at night. Um so yeah, it's even it's even worse on the old noodle at night. Everything starts to everything starts to get fuzzy and and shit starts to get weird. So <laughs> Maybe this is the best time to, to stop here. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to call it. Um, so, yeah, um, it's fall. Enjoy the fall vibes. Enjoy pumpkin spicing everything. Enjoy, you know, your pumpkin spice cereal and your pumpkin spice coffees and your pumpkin spice shampoo and whatever fuck else they pumpkin spice these days. Um, so, yeah, enjoy that. I will check in on you guys next week, and I'm going to leave you with some nice fall vibe music.